0: Over a period of 20 years, the Long Island serial killer is suspected of murdering up to 16 people and dumping their bodies along the Ocean Parkway in Long Island. These crimes have never been solved, and as a result, the families of these victims have never seen justice. Some of these victims have never even been identified. This is Ossuary, and we're investigating the Long Island serial killer.
1: Hello! Hi!
2: Hi
0: Welcome to our mini-sode.
2: And this is actually a mini-sode. It's not yeah. an hour-long mini-sode. Yeah. This is like an actual, actual mini-sode.
0: We promise this will be quick and easy to listen to. I thought you were going to say quick and painless. <laughs> it Which might, also, might also maybe also be painless. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess this mini-sode is going to cover some evidence that was released by the Suffolk County Police Department earlier this year. Um, And we've mentioned it before in an episode, but I think we would be remiss to not sort of dig a little bit deeper and give you a bit more information and sort of pose some questions that we've been thinking about. On January 16th in 2020, the Suffolk County Police Department and Commissioner Geraldine Hart held a press conference sort of showing that they had this quote-unquote new evidence, and it was this belt, um, which has these initials H-M or W-H, and I think what's really interesting is that this belt actually isn't new evidence to the police, it's new evidence to us. They've actually had it for years
1: and years. Yeah, they've had this belt for nine years. It's been, it's, this isn't new at all. This is really just new to the public.
0: Yeah, which I think is really interesting to think about, you know, why are they sharing this now? Especially with the sort of Lost Girls movie that was being um, advertised almost at the exact
1: same time. Yeah, the trailer for Lost Girls was actually debuted the exact same day that they had this press conference.
2: Mm-hmm. Hmm, which just seems to be quite interesting timing, right?
0: Yeah, totally. I think you know, obviously there's been a lot of press surrounding this case um, and the police department wants to look like they're doing something. Something. Um, this also coincided with the launch of their website gogonews.com which was really a place for an, like an amalgamation of all of the case information as well as a, a place if you want to or have any tips, you can submit it there. But I think that you know something to think about is they've had this for a long time. They chose not to share that evidence. And I'm not sure what they really thought would come from showing us
1: pictures of the belt. We've
2: just been given such limited information. It's like they're just giving us a breadcrumb, but yeah, they're refusing to give us the rest.
1: I think that it could be looked at two ways. I think that maybe the way that the police would argue is that they're releasing it around the same time as all of the um, publicity for Netflix, because in Netflix putting forth all the information about this movie, it could kind of get like mixed in with the actual case. And therefore they could say like, okay, well, like now would be the time because it would just get bolstered by this trailer. Done by Netflix, which is watched by millions of people. But the way that it could also come across is we really haven't been doing all that much. And oh, Mm -hmm. hey, look, it's getting attention now. So let's Mm -hmm. go ahead and slide it in and say, look, we're actually doing things. We're really trying to make strides. Mm -hmm. And when Geraldine Hart was asked, like, you know, why are you releasing this now after having had it for almost a decade? She kind of seems to dodge the question and she just throws a little bit of information out about, like, technology and just says, now is the time to release this information. But, I
2: mean, okay, on the opposite end, there could be a really tactical reason as to why they're releasing this now. I mean, I feel like at the root of it, they're trying to get to the bottom of this crime. And while it might not make sense Mm -hmm. now why they're releasing this information... I feel like in the future it might Um, and hopefully it will because in addition to that showing this to the public you don't know who might recognize this someone might say oh that was my uncle's growing up I know exactly what that Mm -hmm. is and this could lead to you know Mm -hmm. new leads on the case and it could possibly lead it to being solved like no clue is a too small a clue
1: exactly everything is everything is a link in a chain and you never know if you're going to be the one to provide that one that connects everything
0: one thing that I will say is I do know that um, you know around the time that they this new evidence, they also started hinting at the fact that they're going to be using genetic genealogy to try and get some new leads. And that is really the first time, you know, in January yeah. was the first time that I heard that they were going to do this. And I think that yep. was in regards to Valerie Mack's identification. So it could make sense that they're actually releasing this information because it's something they can release. You know, it's something that they know isn't going to implicate anyone in a way that will jeopardize the investigation, um, gives the public something, but also keeps the public interested for the future release of the identity of Valerie Mack, which would have been also mm-hmm. important to sort of mm-hmm. keep that trajectory going of like we're putting pressure not only on the public, but we're putting pressure on the unidentified yeah. person who committed these crimes. So we have a consistent sort of releasing of information that
1: shows a continuous push yeah totally and also
2: just thinking okay so they found this belt and they think it was handled by the killer yeah who the fuck just mm-hmm. leaves a belt behind i mean do you think that it's possible i mean a it sounds like he took his belt off so when they were having consensual sex or possibly it was a sexual assault that occurred Mm -hmm. or do you think that Mm -hmm. maybe this was used in the killing of some of these women so we know that um, manual strangulation was the way that a lot of the victims were killed but Mm -hmm. is there a
0: possibility Mm -hmm. that
2: some were using um, actually a belt in order to strangle the victims
0: I think that that is a really good point. Um, You know, we don't know the state of the bodies when they were found, but it's my assumption that they were largely skeletal Mm -hmm. um, and therefore didn't have any flesh present, which means that actually it would be really difficult to determine whether this was ligature or manual strangulation because ligature strangulation is largely determined by marks on the neck. Um, You know, you get like an abrasion pattern from rope, or something like a a very thick bruising around the neck from a belt or, or something a bit thicker. So it would leave that like continuous, um, Does that mark into
1: the muscle at all too? Or like, or is it just skin deep? Even if there was indentation
0: or markings deeper than the skin, it still wouldn't be present because if, you know, if these are skeletal remains, even if there is cartilage present there and it hasn't deteriorated, skin and muscle is one of the first things to go. So, you know, you wouldn't be able to find it. And that's why it's so difficult for cause of death to be determined from skeletal remains because if there's no flesh present, then you can't have a, a like a holistic understanding of what happened. Right. I mean, I think something that we have to think about with this belt and and how we can sort of use this evidence and the, the images of, of this evidence as the public um, and as sort of citizen detectives is we have initials or what we assume to be initials, they're letters. So they could be initials of a name or they could be initials of a company or a logo. And it's either WH or HM, which is a little bit interesting because you can't really tell exactly which way it's supposed to go. Um, And they're also, I think, very different looking. It's a very,
1: it's a very unique... Oh, it font. looks
2: hand painted, doesn't it? Mm-hmm.
1: But it is. It's very unique. It's very, um. it's all curved. I've seen on, on forums like Web Sleuths
0: and Reddit people talking about how it looks really similar to sort of like Renaissance fair stitching or embossing of, of leather products. That's sort of really like Gothic-esque font. And we'll obviously release the images on our Instagram, but just to give you um, an idea of what it looks like, the edges of the of the letters look almost like crescent mm-hmm. moons, like yeah. very, very uh, curved shapes. And the W and or M, the reason that it's it's unclear as to what letter it is is because the middle point of it almost touches the the other two like points. the same so level. It's, it really yeah. could be
1: either. Yeah, there, it could be either. Like you think form. of a W or an M traditionally you Mm -hmm. think of that middle point as being lower. So it's kind of easier to Mm -hmm. tell which direction it's supposed Mm -hmm. to be. Exactly, exactly.
0: I personally think, um, and this is, again, this is not an expert opinion. This is just a personal opinion um, that it actually is HM. And that's because if you look at the H, the bottom sort of curves out a little bit wider than the top, and it just looks like a strange h if you flip it upside down it looks a little bit too um too low and too
1: wide at the top it could be initials that could also be like familial initials you know like Mm -hmm. i'm sure that you guys have or have heard of people who have family heirlooms Mm -hmm. that get passed down from parents who may not have the same initials as you you know if this came from a maternal side then like that could Mm -hmm. be a like a mother's maiden name m and it might not at Mm -hmm. all be related to the paternal name Mm -hmm. of the suspect that's just me thinking
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i think also something to think about is we've talked a lot about this this killer's sort of mo and how he goes about you know committing these crimes and we're going to get into his profile and a discussion of larger theories surrounding the case in a later episode um, but one thing that we have consistently talked about is how careful mm-hmm. it seems like he has been with the Gilgo four bodies, with the Manorville bodies, if they are the same at all. And something to think about is, you know, why would he leave behind a belt like this that could have his initials on it? If, if, the, if that's what mm-hmm. they are, or that could have any of his DNA or something. So, you know, are they so sure that this was handled by the perpetrator and wasn't, any of the victims. Um, and I'm wondering what makes them think that. I mean, I feel like to say that with such certainty, you would have to have something Some else. that we don't have. Like, mm-hmm. what if this was found mm-hmm.
2: underneath the body of a victim, for example? I mean, I don't think, do they even... Specifically, say where it where was found. It was they discovered. just said they believe it was handled by the murderer, but I they, they was, don't
1: give they don't give the location. um Hart said the belt did. This is from a Newsday article. heart said the belt did not belong to any of the victims and declined to comment on the exact location of where it was discovered. "Quote: We do believe mm-hmm. the item was handled by the suspect and did not belong to any of the victims." End quote. Interesting. So <laughs> I have like I feel like it's a perfect quote to kind of encapsulate just from a like citizen detective perspective what this case is like um i've been watching the Mm -hmm. show dark as you guys know and now our listeners know it's Mm -hmm. the best go watch it but there's a quote in there that says what we know is a drop what we don't know is an ocean oh and i feel like it's first of all it's a great quote but i feel like that's especially prescient in relation to this because again Mm -hmm. which is that's you know the kind of like the number one rule of open investigations is like the public can only know so much because if the public knows too much then people who are not actually involved in the case can implicate either themselves or other people Mm -hmm. without good reason.
0: Yeah. And legally it could jeopardize the entire case. Unfortunately, um, I mean, very fortunately in many instances, but also unfortunately in some, um, you know, the legality behind someone's arrest is really important in their ability to actually be indicted on a charge right like we and it seems
1: like you know in movies and in in all this you find out who the killer is and it, they don't talk about the fact that like 4% of people and who are incarcerated or on death row are actually innocent just mm-hmm. throw that yeah. statistic out
0: and and also just like how when you know who the suspect is there's still months and months if not years of evidence that needs to be collected so that they can build a case that's strong enough to have a jury say that without any doubt they know this person is guilty and so you know i think that again that that was a great quote to bring up like we only know so much and there's only so much that they're willing and that they're able to give us obviously you know we have a lot of doubts because there's been a lot of issues with the suffolk county police department um with moving forward with this case but at least we see that something's happening and what that will be i guess time will tell Yeah. You know, we always want to bring you guys the evidence that we know, but also sort of pose the questions that we constantly ask ourselves and and sort of think about um, and really think through with you what all of this means and how we can help or how we can sort of rethink this case. Um, And I think that having this dedicated time and space talking about new evidence talking about identified remains talking about the victim's lives. It's all really important. And hopefully at some point it um, It leads to closure. Yeah. More productive. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, All right. Yeah, if you have, if you have, mm-hmm. you know, your own theories about this stuff, we always love to hear what mm-hmm. your thoughts are on the case. Yeah, absolutely, and
0: we're more than willing to, uh, like, discuss with you. Or if you know, if it's something that we think is really tangible, we'll bring it up on our episodes. Um, but also, don't forget, you know, we're always looking for more yeah, spooky send shit. send it, send it to us. <laughs> and don't
2: forget to rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, slide into our DMs,
1: all that shit. And on that note. This is Osprey, over and out.